Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And if you're listening to this in a warehouse in the UK, crank our shit up, because we are... Japan! Yes, all right. <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, dude, yes, all the maniacs all over the planet. And uh, yes, especially to anybody working in a 9 to 5... Uh, or uh, <laughs> late night warehouse in the UK. That's right. Yeah, thank respect. you so much for listening. Uh huh. You guys are the best. And thanks for letting us know, man. I love to hear when a listeners just like, "Yo, I love listening to your podcast because yeah, yeah. it just makes me feel all tingly. It makes me want to do another hundred episodes." Boom, for sure. Let's do it. So, yo, so Eric. Yes. Uh, it's it's too bad we couldn't crank out another episode while you're up here. Uh, but yeah, Chad, it was, wasn't it? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shit got real and then uh and then i got real busy so um yeah chad so, was like you have 15 minutes to leave my house yeah. i'm like oh okay <laughs> so we well, said they give you like five seconds we did new york comic-con that's right so so eric came up i was like holy shit he's coming up to my place yes my brother's gonna actually stay at my place for something oh it better be something free yes that's that's how i do things <laughs> Well, I mean, so, you know, New York yeah. Comic Con. I've never been to a giant convention before. There's, I, it's always been on my list of things to do. You know, some iconic thing, cross it off and stuff. And you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how excited, how much I'd enjoy it. But I've always wanted to do like a big one. I was like, you know, it's got to be the one in New York or the one in San Diego. You know, something big. And uh, holy crap, it was so awesome. Yeah, I, just, I, mean, I had such a great time. Good. I'm I'm so glad because the, the the last thing you want to do is like you know spend like money on travel, you know tickets, and then come into a giant con and be like this fucking sucks. Oh, it was great. I mean, I I was like, we went uh, Thursday and Friday, and Thursday was you know like press day, preview day, and uh, I will admit the first like 20 minutes I was just in shock. It was kind of like my first 20 minutes in the city, <laughs> you know, just it's so different, and you had to adjust. Mm-hmm first 20 minutes in that con i was just like oh my god i was just like looking around and you know there's mm-hmm. hundred thousand people and um but then by the time i left like i, I was bummed i didn't want to leave like friday we got there when it opened and i literally stayed until it closed down at 10 o'clock at night damn like until they until they kicked everyone out i stayed for the last <laughs> event and then i was so bummed that i was no longer there that today i actually watched the live stream oh man so i watched the green arrow panel on live stream today and i watched like some interviews on mtv geek and stuff like i was i i missed i was missing uh the con i was like bummed that i left had to leave early i was like damn i as i took the train out of new york city i saw costumed people walking towards the con and i was like oh (laughs) so so sad that my part was over oh man well yeah i mean I just miss I just miss seeing people in costume just around. You know, that's something that I love about just cons in general is that like people take the opportunity to dress up, you know, as their favorite character, you know, like dress a little scuddier a little scuddier, a little uh, little skankier, a little sluttier, you know, like expose the man boobs for all to see. <laughs> you know, to put your sweaty, uh sweaty uh, you know, uh body out on parade. Like it's the fourth of July. It was great because I mean like for me I'm not a super nerd. I mean, I do know a lot of things. I'm more, maybe I'm more of a geek or a dork, but like nerd, no. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't have a specially in one thing. So if it was like an anime, wait, wait, con, wait, wait, wait. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. What's that? You are like you are like the Steven Seagal, Nick Cage nerd with the mostest. Okay, all right. So really specialized there. But I mean, like, yes. If this was an anime con, just that, I'd be lost. If this was just a video game con, eh, you know, I might be able to keep my head above water. But the fact that this one was movies video games comic books television anime everything was great you know it was a sample and like you could go to whatever you wanted to go that was that was good for you and i would just highly highly recommend this to everyone out there if you haven't done one of these if you're like me a comic-con virgin uh make sure you go to one make sure you go to one of these big ones because holy crap it was just awesome i'm right i'm in love with it and you know like you know, I, I've been to a ton of cons, you know, big, small, anime, video game, you know, mixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I definitely, you know, it was kind of subtle, but I walked out because uh, I, I want to get on Sunday, skip Saturday. But um, but I, w- I went back on Sunday and I was thinking, you know what? Looking around, like, uh, it's the demographic here is so much different 
than any other place. You know, like um, like anime cons, you get a ton of kids, a ton of like teenagers, a lot of like like just like kids hanging out mm-hmm. uh, because that's who's into anime. You know, right. like that's like the target demographic for anime is people in their like early to late teens. Right. And and there's like way more girls than dudes at anime cons. Like like the the statistics are like it's got to be like seventy thirty chicks. Hmm. But here it was just like old guys, young guys, people stupidly carrying around their newborn babies. Yeah. I mean, it was like a lot, a lot of people just like me, like twenty to thirty somethings. Yeah. And I thought that was like pretty cool, but pretty subtle. Ton of girls. Mm-hmm. Ton of girls. It was it was cool. I mean, like. And for me, I feel like I only did like thirty percent of what was offered. So it's like, sure. I need to go back. I need to go <laughs> back like next year or, or or you know somewhere down the road. I need to go back and experience more because it's for for everything I did and enjoyed. I still missed a bunch of other things. And for for any celebrity I saw, there were still other ones that just squeaked out. Or for every hot cosplay chick I saw, there was three other ones that I somehow did not <laughs> see, even though I looked yeah. really hard. I know. I mean, well, th- there was like an hour where Eric was like, "Yo, dude, dude, you gotta find me a hot cosplay chick so I can take my photo with her." Definitely. I mean, th- think about it. I've <laughs> never been to a big con. I mean, mm-hmm. if you had to think of like something that you have to do, you've got to get your picture taken with a hot cosplay chick. You have to. Like, how how, how can you say you went and not have done that? I mean, I, I did get my picture taken with Hello Kitty Chun Li. Yeah. Well, I mean, all right. And so I've actually, I remember on our Thursday after the after the first day there, I said I hoped when I went, when I looked scanned for hot cosplay chicks on Friday that I would have at least a top five list. Uh huh. And uh, you know, I was worried about that. Oh, I I definitely have uh, more than five. So I have my list now. I ranked the hottest cosplay costumes that were there. Are you ready okay, for this? Okay. So and this and this is a Thursday Friday list yeah because i because i heard because uh, a friend of mine it's so funny i like how people can you know be in the same place but experience things completely differently mm-hmm. you know a friend of mine i was just like yo there were like a zillion uh like lady loki's right and and he was like no way man uh, i forget i forget what he was uh, what he said was trending but it was something completely different hmm well you know, i think he was i think he was saying like like there were a ton of like chick doctor who's hmm and I was like, I only saw dude Doctor Who's and people dressed up as police boxes. <laughs> now, and, I, and I saw some angels too, some like some uh, stone angels. Ah, well, here's my top ten. Okay. Um, I'm just counting to make sure I have ten and not eleven, so I don't <laughs> sound like an idiot. So I don't get fact checked by Victor tomorrow. Oh. I'll be like, hey, you just said ten and there was eleven, idiot. So let me check here real quick. One, two, right. three, four. Five, six, well, said, seven. Well, since this is an okay, I got podcast, ten. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I, I don't. I don't think we took pictures of of each one, so you're gonna have to describe. Yes. Uh, yes. In vivid detail, the ladies. No problem. Still have it memorized. All right. All right. And now this is um, uh, and this is collectively. So if I just if I say one costume, if eight people wore this costume and one was hot and nine of them or you know or seven of them were really shitty looking, then it <laughs> it hurt their ranking. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. So not appearing on this would be Thor. Because oh, you know, there was a couple Thors and mm-hmm. and Deadpool also. There was a couple chick yes. Thors and a couple chick Deadpools, but they were uh, hefty. <laughs> well, what can I say? I mean, like there was that picture, like like some really hot chick uh, dressed up as Lady Thor, like a few months ago, yes, and that picture Diego, made its rounds Comic-Con. on the internet, and yeah. like nothing can compare to that. That's very true. Yeah. So yeah. All right. At number ten, the Powerpuff Girls. You saw the Powerpuff Girls? I saw the Powerpuff Girls. Damn. And they were adorable. Now, they were of age. <laughs> so I didn't see 11-year-olds okay. dressed up. I saw, like, college-age girls wearing the uh, Powerpuff Girls costumes. And, I mean, like, uh, they weren't super form-fitting, you know? Mm-hmm. So the sexiness wasn't super high. But they, it was short, short skirts. So it was still sexy. That's cool. Wow. I didn't even see them. Number 10. Number 9. This should be ranked way hotter, way higher mm-hmm. on the list. But... Uh, the painted on costumes. There was a, a booth where they uh, just painted uh, superhero costumes on these hot chicks. But yes. when we went, there was a dude <laughs> and as Captain America, and then there was a girl as Supergirl, but she was eating pizza. And no one, oh. and as Chad pointed out, and I agree, no one looks attractive when they're eating. Nope. So it's like I could see her titties, 
threw the Supergirl outfit, but she was also eating. Like, she was cramming. And she was only, like, 90 pounds, but she was cramming pizza in her mouth. It was so unattractive. I mean, what? I mean, Supergirl's got to eat, man. She's like, oh, pizza. I know. So, I mean, like, that should that should be almost, like, number one. But I just caught them at a, a downtime. Wait, wait. I, no, I want to see a whole, like, comic book dedicated to this. Comic book where the plot is just that, like, Wonder, uh, Wonder Girl or maybe, like, Supergirl needs to eat really bad and just, like... <laughs> Like, you're just getting delayed and delayed and delayed and finally just, like, gorging on, like, a giant burrito. And just getting it messy and everywhere and just looking totally unattractive. While jamming something down her throat. Yeah. 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 And a couple people with fetishes in the room were like, ah. Yeah. Number, uh, number eight is a tie between the Lady Lokis that we mentioned and Poison oh. Ivy. Oh, yeah, uh, you know there there are multiple of each throughout the con, and that was the problem. There was one really hot lady Loki, <laughs> and then a bunch of butch ones, mm-hmm. and then I got my picture with the hot poison ivy, but then mm-hmm. there was a bunch of poison ivies where let's just say it was a lot of poison ivy, <laughs> like poison ivy was spreading, like there was huge bushes of poison ivy. Wait, wait, no, I think I think I think you saw poison ivy and then the other one were poison oak. Yeah, we saw like the briar patch. Poison sumac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we saw a whole mess I mean, what, of ivy. When, 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 when I think we were walking out and I saw this chick who just had like like green underwear and like some terrible looking like leaf garlands just kind of like taped like in various places. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, seriously? With like the crappy red Halloween wig? Mm. Oh man, it's like that's like it, like like even Uma Thurman from Batman Forever is mm-hmm. better, and that's pretty bad. I did get my picture taken with a hot one, and I remember trying to be mm-hmm. very complimentary to her, and I probably said the word "awesome" like four times. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like "That's so awesome, it's awesome, cool." Yeah. you look Yo, you look awesome. <laughs> your exposed breasts are awesome. Yeah, good job. I was like, "Squeeze me tighter." <laughs> uh, so that's number eight. Number seven was uh, Sucker Punch Girls. Mm-hmm. We saw two. We saw the main character. What was her name? Baby Doll. Yeah, I wound up not seeing it because everybody told me it was shitty. No, oh, oh, sorry, dude, that was the one way back in our podcast. That was the number one summer movie you wanted to see two years ago, and you didn't see it, right? And dude, well, I was, I was, you know, like I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very cautious when it comes to blowing thirteen dollars. Oh, you know, true. you know, and up in New York City, if you buy it online, it's like fifteen dollars. Non three D, it's fifteen dollars. You buy it online. Hmm. Uh, for, you know, it's like they give they take like a dollar and a half to two bucks out of you know just online bullshit fee. Uh, so yeah, and anyways, people were like, eh, "It sucked," blah blah blah, and they were saying the same things about the spirit. I was really excited for the spirit, and then people were just like, "Don't see it, it's waste your time." Mm. Fucking Frank Miller's lost his marbles, and I was like, "Well, shit." Mm. All know, right, I'll, go, I'll see you well, later. I'm gonna try and go a little bit faster through this, so the top ten okay. doesn't take five hours. <laughs> All right. So, all right. Sucker Punch Girls, the Asian one was there too. They were both hot. Uh, <laughs> number, what were we on? Six? Sure. Number six, Psylocke. We saw Psylocke from the X Men waiting in line to get into something, into, Cap- yeah. into Capcom, and she was hot. Yeah, I think that's like the, the default Asian costume. Like, like if you're a, like, a, like a hot Asian lady going to like a convention, you mm. will probably dress up as Psylocke. Yeah. There were a ton of them. Uh, number five was Robin's. Oh. There was a ton. We're talking Batman and Robin. There's a ton of mm-hmm. chicks dressed up as Robin, and it's like it's not the hottest outfit, but I mean, when you think of the classic Robin outfit, it was made for a girl. You yes. know, it's like something a girl wearing a mask. They're wearing like low cut cleavage Robin things, the short, tight green, you know, <laughs> undies, you know, mm-hmm. and the and the cape and the and you know, it's like yeah. There was so there was a couple of them. They weren't necessarily like striking hot, but like the the outfit definitely. You get a lot out of that. So the Robins were pretty good looking. Yeah, I, 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 after after seeing like hot chicks dressed up as classic Robin, I now think of uh, of you know Dick Grayson like the old Robin as a uh, pre-op Robin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dickless Grayson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, Wonder Woman. Mm. I saw two really good ones. I got my picture with one of them. She was really right, and, hot. And pregnant. She was there with pregnant Vader. Yeah, she was there with a fat-ass <laughs> Vader guy. And, like, I just wanted my picture with Wonder Woman, but I was like, this is too funny. I've got to get fat-ass pregnant dude Vader in the picture with hot Wonder Woman just because <laughs> it's the perfect dynamic. Sure. It's just, like, weird, lecherous, you know, sweaty, fat 
Vader costume that's terrible, and then, like, hot, great costume, like, Amazon princess yeah. Wonder Woman. It was awesome. Later on, when you spent, like, half an hour buying one t-shirt, Shut uh, up. that two. Wonder Woman was sitting down near the restroom, like, looking all hot and alone and lost, and I wanted to help her. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to save well, her. Well, dude, well, I was just in a comic shop, and, man, her and Superman getting it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Uh, New 52 means booty calls. Number three, uh, this is very vague in general, anime. There were so many anime hot chicks there, but I didn't know any of the animes they were from, but they were <laughs> they were all pretty hot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of hot anime ones. A lot of them had cat ears. Um, right. I had no idea who they were, but I was like, well, maybe I should be watching more cartoons. That, yeah, and, and it was the, uh, the cat ears that you could control with your mind. Yes. It was so weird. There was this booth... With the, they were selling these cat ears, and all these chicks had cat ears on. That uh, they took batteries, but like you controlled them by like concentrating. Yeah, you know, so you can make them like wiggle around, do little tricks and stuff. And uh, I talked, I talked to somebody who actually bought a pair, and she's like, "Yeah, it's like six AAA batteries, and they they suck batteries hard." Yeah, right next to your brain. Exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, you're giving the batteries some brain. Number two is Catwoman. Catwoman. Mm. There were so many smoking hot people dressed up as Catwoman. Half of them were dressed up as Catwoman from the new movie, Dark Knight Rises, and the other half were dressed up as like the new version of Catwoman with a huge cleavage down the middle. I mean, that's that's been Catwoman for the last 50 years. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> some of them had like the Foley it's hard on back in the day, but you, you know what I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. one that's more cat burglar-ish. The, the, yes. the way she's animated now. Um, yeah, the, the the newish look. And, you know, we did see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Batman Returns, yes, Catwoman. Yes, we did see one of those two. Yeah, so Catwomen everywhere, like, they could not miss. I didn't see mm. a bad pussy <laughs> in the bunch. <laughs> like, they were, every time there was a Catwoman, I was just like, I was staring way too long. <laughs> wow. Well, welcome welcome to the world of uh, conventions, ladies. You're going to get stared at one way or oh, another. Oh, please. You're, like, you're not dressing up like that to be asked to be in pictures or ogled i mean come on that that's why know. that's why you dressed up that's part of it i mean i mean yeah that's like part of it but it's also like you know like if you look at you know like female comic book characters video game characters you know they're just built a certain way and it's because you know they're built for a specific audience no one dresses up as power girl and goes to a convention unless they want to be stared at true i mean come on no, but it, I mean, there's there's a lot of fun in that, you know, just like dressing up, being sexy, you know, just yeah, be like, exactly, being sexy, know. which comes if you're gonna go to a hundred thousand people packed in a thing, and they're all, I mean, everyone that asks you for pictures, really saying, I'm banging you in my mind right now. That's what they're saying. <laughs> it's the what comes out of my mouth is, can I get my picture with you? But what's really in your head is, I'm totally having sex with you in my mind right now, and they know that. <laughs> That's why they agree to pose for the picture. So so it's like this it's like this crazy gigantic mind orgy happening. Oh yeah, definitely. I was definitely banging cosplay chicks in my mind. <laughs> For sure. And this last one, number 1. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. Can I can I just finish that thread? So when you see like a fat cosplayer, you're like, "Ah! Get out of my mind." No, cuz I don't think about banging fat people. It's just like, "Oh, I had this banging thing happening and then oh, yeah." No. No, that's, that's not how it works. No, it's not how it works no, at all. Not at all. No, you're not just like cruising around. Yes, you, and then yes, you, and then you. No. Oh no, I can imagine that. I can turn off my fantasy bang machine. It's not stuck <laughs> in the on position, and I fantasy bang everyone I see. It's just the hot people. Oh, no, because that could be like a superpower. So uh, number one, <laughs> and this one, this one was rare. She only came out mm. at night. Oh, I didn't see her until I was leaving the con after the kaiju big battle. Mm-hmm. And this was hot Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah, hot, I saw her. Hot Freddy Krueger. I mean, there's something about dressing up hot in a way that's not normal. Like, you know, Catwoman, obviously, she's hot. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. obviously, she's hot. But when you take a costume yeah. that's not hot and you make it sexy, that's like double points. And this Lady <laughs> Freddy had like a small black skirt on she had mm-hmm. she had the glove i mean she had the hat sweatshirt ripped in a couple nice places she was legit yep. but smoking hot let me tell you eric there's a little secret i learned about lady freddy what's that uh can you can you guess the dark secret i'm about to unveil nope uh she's actually a wwe diva lady freddy was 
Yeah, she was sitting at there was like there was like a table next to Butterbean's table, uh-huh. uh, where Butterbean and Mrs. Butter Mrs. Butterworth were sitting. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, the WWE Divas. I was there uh, today, Sunday, and there was Lady Freddy, and I was like, oh shit. One of them dressed up as Freddy. That's cool. I wonder if it's the same one, though, because this girl walked out mm. with, like, three other girls, and they had all looked like normal people on, oh, on I mean, Friday. There might have been two Lady Freddies. I mean, like, you know, like, it just does not surprise me in this day and age. I mean, they'll sexify any character for Halloween. Does she have brown hair? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, I, yeah. Gonna thank you, Lady Freddy, for slutting it up, because yes. you can haunt my nightmares anytime. You know what I... What, what I all right, so... Let's talk about the char- the characters that I would have loved to see. I mean, did you have like a couple in your back pocket where you're like, "Oh, please, can somebody please dress up as this?" Oh, the whole time I was chasing Phoenix. The whole time I wanted to see mm. Jean Grey Phoenix. I wanted to see Jean Grey good Phoenix green costume and Jean Grey dark Phoenix brown costume, and I wanted to like fantasy bang both of them at the same time. <laughs> so like one of them was like, you know, like, "Oh, let's, you know, let's be good," and the other one's like, "Let's be naughty." <laughs> and I did see hot, and now we saw a couple of phoenixes, but they weren't hot enough. But unfortunately, yeah. there was one uh, one during the robot chicken panel. Uh, Seth Green ran up and hugged her. Oh, but that, nice. that was as close as I saw her was on the vid screen. But so there was a hot phoenix out there. But I was looking, I was on the path for phoenix the whole weekend mm-hmm. and couldn't find them. Wow. See, I was I was looking out for Scooby Doo. You know, it's like I I realize it's not like a Scooby Doo year. You know, you know, like the movies are coming gone. The animated TV show is still holding strong. But I was like, come on, there's got to be one hot Velma out there. You know, and every single geek turns their heads when fucking Velma walks in the room. Mm. You know what I mean? Velma is like the it was like the original like secret geek hotness. Yeah, I saw the I saw some of the other ones. There were, Gay Fred was there. Oh really? And like <laughs> homeless Shaggy was there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any of the chicks. Oh man, that's too bad. So let's talk about some of the cool shit that we saw. Sure, I mean you know we, uh, you know I, I I tried to demo almost every single game, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know we we hooked it with Lance after a lot of phone tag, like a day of phone tag. We finally uh, got stuck with Lance from RetroWareTV.com, and uh, and and we both kind of commiserated. And we're like, yeah, anything that's actually demoing here, you know, like the videos are already already online. Any announcements have already been announced online. You know, like, you're going to be able to play these demos, if not today, like, in a week. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, you know, as, as like, a gamer or even, like, you know, like, the, the blogger game press, you know, there's not much actually really to, to go there for. Well, You know, it's more just to get people pumped. Well, the DC Injustice fighting game looked pretty sweet. It was it was mm-hmm. by the the guys that did the Mortal Kombat DC fighting game, except now it's just, right. just DC fighting each other, which seems a lot more mm-hmm. appropriate. And, um, like, I was seeing demos of that, and that looked pretty sweet. I saw Darkseid, like, beating the crap out of someone. The best part was seeing cosplay people dressed up as characters playing as those characters. So I saw Batman <laughs> versus Green Arrow. Oh. Cosplay guys dressed up going at it on the during the game. That was that was pretty cool. You had to play as the character you dressed up as. That's cool. I mean, that that's kind of like, like football football players during the regular season that, like, play, like, Madden against each other. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, like, I, I think, uh... I enjoyed playing the Tomb Raider demo, but so much of it seemed just like it, like an interactive movie, uh, as I'm sure you'll agree uh, when you play it, dear listeners. I was just really waiting. We played like the demo, which is like the first uh, leg of the game. I was just really waiting for it to like sprout and become like an open world survival kind of a game, but it felt mm-hmm. more just like nope, this is gonna be like some kind of like you know it's just gonna be a movie that you play through, you know, and that's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um. I definitely liked. Uh, I don't mean we talked this on Thursday. I definitely liked uh, New Super Mario Brothers two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think the first one was pretty much perfect. Yeah, no, no, but, no, uh, no, uh, no need to improve. Yeah, I mean, so the the Wii U added a little something to it, but you know, whatever. I mean, I had a lot of fun with uh, with Scribble Nuts. I think it was Scribble Nuts Unlimited. Scribble Nuts, mm-hmm. the the yep. quote unquote open world Scribble Nuts. Yeah, and there there was we tried to get into the Capcom. Uh, room Capcom was going to show the new Street Fighter versus Tekken mm-hmm. and some of the other new games coming out, but just the line just was just gigantic. The in fact that I never saw the line get moved down or move anywhere. <laughs> no, and I think I, Lance definitely got shut out by the line. We just decided to say screw it and you know go wander around and scope cosplay chicks. Yeah. We went to a different <laughs> one. I, I'm a big fan of Star Wars expanded universe books. Oh yeah. 
So then the first panel I went to was the Star Wars. They had a Star Wars panel there with some authors and stuff. And Tim Zahn was there who really got the Expanded Universe going, created Mara Jade. Um, but it was, I had this, I feel like maybe everyone has an iconic moment like this at their first con. But I got a good seat right up in front. And this guy next to me with uh, Indiana Jones hat, of course. Uh, and, a, and a really nice camera was taking pictures. And then he, he turned to me, he was sitting right next to me. He was like, hey, man, can you save this seat for my wife? She's going to be here in a minute. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then he got up and I was like, okay, so I'm just saving a seat for his wife, not for him. And he got up and he went towards the front of the panel, started taking pictures. And then he walked up on stage and sat in the middle of the panel because he was one of the Star Wars authors. <laughs> it was Pablo Hidalgo who wrote, like, the essential guide to Star Wars. I was like, no fucking way. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm here to listen to this guy talk. And he asked me to save a seat for his wife. Wow. <laughs> Standing right next to him. Uh, <laughs> so his wife sat down next to me. And every time he had some announcement to say, I made sure to cheer a little bit louder. That's, just, you know, since yeah. she was right there. Yeah, you should have turned to her and be like, I know him. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, yeah, so it was, it was cool. It was, it was, I had a little brush there with uh, fame. It was that was uh, a fun moment mm-hmm. for I, me. I really, I really enjoyed. Um, I think my favorite panel outside of the the Kevin Smith panel was the uh, the Marvel Revolution panel. Join the Revolution. Yeah, which was, like Marvel now. Yeah, like there was a lot of like 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 tongue in cheek DC bashing, which is fun, mm-hmm. and just listening to all the. Like all the all the authors that they had in there, they were talking about their kick-ass new ideas that they're gonna bring to like some of the new comics. I mean, that's what I really like uh, about comics is like the ideas, the concepts are so revolutionary. You know, I I really enjoy. I mean, not so much like uh, buying a ton of comics, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like four bucks a whack for sixteen pages, uh, right. you know, at a time occasionally. But you know, I love the ideas. I love. I think like sci-fi is like so alive in in uh, in comic format right now. Just going there re-sparked my love for comics. I mean, mm. I used to as a kid. I bought tons of comics. I, I still own them, but uh, I got disillusioned and, and they got pricey. And I started dating girls and I stopped buying <laughs> comics. And just being back there, just going past all the different comic stores and stuff, I bought this huge DC collection. It was all the ju- every Justice League comic from 1968 to 1970. Wow, <laughs> for seven bucks. <laughs> so why not? That's amazing. Um, but like just just going to that Marvel panel and listening to them talk about new stuff it was like, yeah, I'm. Uh, I was definitely falling back in love with comics. Like I might have to buy a digital subscription for my Kindle now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I went. I went out and, uh, you know, af- after the con, after spending no money outside of T-shirts from from mm-hmm. our from a, a local Brooklyn uh, T-shirt company. Uh, the the God, I gotta get I gotta get the name, but it's like the gnomes, like the gnome workshop, uh, gnome something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, but yeah, I didn't spend mo- any money on comics the whole time. I was looking for like Spider Woman. Then I found out that like <laughs> there actually weren't that many Spider Women, Spider Woman comics ever made, which is kind of sad. Well, but she's big in Avengers now. Yeah, but she's never had like her own. Um, like when she has had her own runs, they've been like small. Yeah, but I'm saying like they they put her in her her 70s costume and she's been like a big member of the Avengers the last couple of years. Yeah, so she is back in the mainstream. Right. Well, I mean, like I got I got back into Spider Woman. Uh, they Marvel released that animatic. You know, it was like a Spy, a Spider Woman, Agent of Sword. That was mm. really cool. I really enjoyed the voice acting and they animated the comic panels. It looked great. I was really enjoying the story and I was like, wow. I was just looking for throughout the con. I was like. I want to get like like a compilation of like Spider Woman, you know, like where does the story mm. go from there? And apparently, it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> because they had like seven issue run back in two thousand nine, and then uh, canned it. Yeah, she was always on teams, like the not the first Spider Woman, but the second one that that ripped off uh, Black Spider Man's costume. Right. She was in the West Coast Avengers for a while, but she was kind of an outsider, and then she actually joined uh, Freedom Force. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, so I mean, she's always been on teams, but yeah, I don't think she ever really made it solo wise. No, but you know, like they, I just feel like they dropped the ball, man, or maybe it just wasn't popular enough because they came, they brought her back, you know, uh, like after the whole secret invasion thing, and they revamped mm-hmm. everything. They're like, yo, she's got venom blasts, she's got these pheromone powers that'll like mess with your mind, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, she's like an interesting character. But that's, and then they're like, uh, and you'll only see her as part of a team now. Sorry. Yeah, just seeing all the vendors with comic books, I just wanted to buy all of them. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I walked to the DC booth, and they gave us free Aquaman swag. <laughs> oh, no. So I got a free Aquaman comic. I was like, yes! All right! Yo, 
So I read like Aquaman one from last year, and I was like, awesome. <laughs> I will trump. All right, all right. If you're listening, if you're listening, maniacs, and you went to New York City to Comic Con, and you think you got some kick-ass swag, I will beat the coolness of anybody's swag in a heartbeat with something that I got for free that I don't think anybody else picked up. Because uh, I think people were like, what? And they just passed it. But it is so hokey and amazingly cheesy and serious. I love it. And that is, the Craftsman Bolt-On System saves the Justice League, the comic. Oh my god. Yeah. Craftsmen who make, like, uh, drills and screws and bits and stuff, they made this Uh. whole comic where this guy, uh, this guy called the technician <laughs> yes who's wearing like a craftsman jumpsuit and he has like a screw gun <laughs> all right the official craftsman screw gun he saves the justice league's asses <laughs> it's so good it's so good like the first the first page he's like if the justice league league needs something fixed right they call me dot 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 the technician <laughs> they're like yeah technician wonder woman blew up the toilet again with her ass <laughs> Uh, can you screw it back on? Thank you, technician. Right, there's even a panel that's like, the technician has his right hand in the Batmobile, and Batman's saying, you should really, and the technician cuts him off with saying, it's under control, Batman. Yeah. It's, so, think- it's so good. The, way, the, the Justice League, here's what happens. The entire Justice League goes down to Earth for some reason and battles the Royal Flush Gang in New York. A gang that can be vaporized, like, in a heartbeat by Superman, somehow it takes all the Justice League members to whoop ass on them. And, yeah. and while this is happening, they were hired by uh, some some albino uh, supervillain with dreads named Key, or The Key, and he's up, he's up on their uh, space station downloading all their information. I think that you should... Upload a screen image of like one of the maybe the cover or something so we can all enjoy this. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds it's so pretty good. awesome. It's it's pretty great, and he and of course he doesn't have any superpowers, but he has a craftsman drill. Yes, hey man, I got one of those too. They're handy. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. He's just like such an everyman. He's just like Justice League has all these superpowers, but I have the craftsman home system. Yeah, and it's been charging all night. <laughs> yeah, here he goes. Here he goes. He's like he's like. Uh, being able to change out the attachments on the Craftsman bolt-on tool is really coming in handy today. And he like yeah. he puts on like a Dremel part and like uh, like uh, like screws and uh, like undoes some kind of like steam pipe to like unleash the steam so he can pass <laughs> through this area. <laughs> then I'm gonna attach some anal beads to it and go to town in Black Canary. <laughs> he like he uses it as a drill to undo some screws to get into like a high security area. And I'm just thinking like like it. Like, okay, that's kind of cool, but aren't you giving, like, people some ideas? Like, you could use the Craftsman Bolt-On system for crime. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe he'll come back as a villain if the Justice League doesn't <laughs> appreciate him. I think that would be awesome. And the last panel is, like, the technician up in heaven. It's, like, clouds, blue sky, pearly gates. It's like he's died. Hmm. And uh, he's up in heaven with his drill looking all smug, and everybody's laughing. Like, it's the end of, like, an 80s sitcom, and they're like, ha, 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 technician! Now you gotta die. That's awesome. I think my favorite comic book announcement of the con was that Marvel was bringing back Thunderbolts. Oh, yeah. And this was like the best team ever for Thunderbolts. It's Red Hulk, Venom, Elektra, Deadpool, and the Punisher. The Punisher is finally on a team. Right. And they were, and, and God, and like, is, is it, it was as if they could feel the irritation coming already. But as soon as they announced it, they were like, and we understand that the Punisher would never, ever team up with anybody, but we're going to justify it really well, so shut up. Yeah, and they were all in black and red costumes, just all match. Like, even the Punisher, instead of his white skull, is a red skull. It's kind of like when mm-hmm. Sting went from the NWO <laughs> to the Wolfpack. <laughs> he switched to red face paint instead of white. Yeah. Oh, wait, and Deadpool's on there, too, because he has red and black as his costume. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Red Hulk and Elektra. <laughs> So and then Venom, uh, I think he he had his white part was filled with red and then Punisher, but uh, th- that's cool. I was like Thunderbolts. I was like that sounds like a good version of that team. So see, oh here's my question: If they're gonna go red and black, why did they choose Carnage over Venom? Well, because Carnage can never be a good guy. I know, but you know it's like they're all like anti-heroes. Why not just bring on like Carnage and slap some justification in there? I mean, like Flash Thompson was Venom once upon a time. Yeah, well, I mean, you already made Venom good, so it's like, I don't think you could do it with Carnage also. Yeah. 
And there was a third one too, like another one laid an egg. So who knows? But well, well, well. I actually was just reading up about this. That was like the original, and then the Scorpion was Venom for a while, and then Flash Thompson worked for the government, uh, yep. you know, for a little while, and then it's like, all right, back to the original again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was dumb. And then a couple, and then a couple times they were like, like, uh, like female acquaintances, like got that got the venom symbiote for like a short amount of time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we also we saw some cool panels uh we saw kevin smith with the comic book men reality show on amc and uh it's funny because i've seen kevin smith on youtube all the time you know all, all his like uh his talking shows mm-hmm. and they were funny and i liked his stories and stuff but so but i thought i'd seen everything and and when he, he did when it was it was actually really good seeing him live like he was hilarious nobody rocks a dick joke better than kevin smith <laughs> yes kevin smith is the master of the dick joke and mm-hmm. it makes me laugh every single time that's right hitchcock master of suspense kevin smith the boner joke yeah he just makes great dick jokes <laughs> so and he's very self-deprecating which goes well and and comic book man is a show that i watch anyways it's it's on after um the walking dead which mm-hmm. is on tonight um so i enjoyed the comic book man so it was cool to see a sneak preview of season two and to see them kind of talk and for them they never would have thought they'd ever be up in a panel before you know they're like the quintessential nerds and and there they were so that had been pretty cool for them yeah i i enjoyed that you know, like, the group dynamic was, like, traditional friend group from high school. And that there's, like, yeah. a bunch of nerds sitting around who think they're awesome. And then, like, the one guy that they all rip on constantly. Yep. And there's, and, like, and he'd even try to, like, rip on himself and they'd be like, shut up, dude. Yeah. No, it was, it was pretty good. So, yeah, <laughs> Kevin Smith, he, he was hilarious in it. And, um, I think my favorite panel, of course, I missed panels. I didn't get to see the Walking Dead panel. Somewhere, Gear Del Tormo showed up somewhere. Yeah, randomly. And uh, we didn't get to see him. But uh, Seth Green and Robot Chicken was hysterical. Oh. I mean, first of all, they showed us a good five-minute preview clip of stuff that was coming out. They got a Christmas special coming out. They showed you season six. Their big announcement was they just got picked up for season seven. And they were joking the whole time that, you know, they expected to be they expect to be get canceled every year. So the last <laughs> episode of each season ends with them getting canceled or killed mm-hmm. just so they could always tie it off properly. And then ah. they're always surprised when they get picked up again. Yeah, well, but, I, I don't know if it was the last one, but like there was like a season finale where they brought back like all like all these characters that the, that have ever been like a hit on the show from like the first season. And like the robot chicken gets revenge on the that, scientist. That was the hundredth episode. That was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yes. Seth Green was hilarious. As funny as Kevin Smith was, Seth Green was twice as funny. Really good with the crowd. Um, they, they had some of the other writers up there. His smoking hot wife. Sure. I feel like her name is Claire Grant. She's also on the show, mm. but she's smoking hot. Well, you know, some, some, some girls just want a guy that'll make them laugh. And and some money too, but I mean, she was ridiculously hot. But um, Robot Chicken was hilarious, and then Macaulay Culkin showed up as a surprise guest star. Weird. So, and he was funny too. And like the the crowd was was asking good questions during the Q and A. Like the first question was like fictional love triangle go. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was awesome. They were all like, like Seth Green is like, oh, da-, he's like, I want damaged girls. So he's like, I want Phoenix and Black Cat because they're crazy. <laughs> and then there was a phoenix and a black cat in the crowd, and they both came up there and he posed with them. It was awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, it's like, you know, I, the panels that we did go to see, uh, the nerds that I did meet and you know, interacted with, I feel like the stereotype of, you know, like nerds at a comic book convention is totally out the window. I don't know. They asked a lot of the questions I would have expected. There was there was one, like, feminist girl asking one, and other ones were like, why do you hate Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> and the other one was like, hey, remember that, that episode that you did that? That was awesome. <laughs> like, no one really asked any questions that shocked me or anything, but... Yeah. Well, I actually, I, you know, that's, that's a really good point. During the Marvel panel, one girl got up there and was like, where the fuck are all the, uh, all the girl comics and, like, strong female characters? And they were like, backpedal! backpedal she asked that question everyone yeah there's always one girl that asks that question every time yep. and it was funny they're like they're like well of course marvel's known for having a strong dislike of women <laughs> yeah they said it they actually said it and i was like holy yeah. shit they said it which is pretty funny yeah but but then they went on they were like they're like well we're not actually going to give you any kind of evidence that we've changed because we haven't yeah. we're just going to mention that there's like two or three secret projects we're not going to name names or yeah. tell you anything about them but they're like secret that uh, are like all girl team comics uh, yeah, that we'll probably cancel after four issues. Yeah, you're gonna love it. 
Ugh. Oh, oh! I did. Uh, I said the big reveal on Robot Chicken was I got picked up for season seven. Actually, they made a bigger reveal, and I actually wrote this into my phone just for you. Oh, what's that? That one of the clips that Seth Green is looking forward to the most this year is um, Fifty Cent Battle Raps Parappa the Rapper. Oh my God! It's about time. <laughs> That's fun. Parappa's been in one of their skits before. Yeah, I... they actually they were talking about like getting guest stars on, and he's like, "Yeah, we got Fifty Cent." To battle rap, Parappa. <laughs> see, that's that's pretty cool, man. I'd rather see Parappa like rap than like like kung fu somebody in like the PlayStation All Stars, you know. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I saw when I saw Parappa the rapper first announced for PlayStation All Stars, which is like the Smash Brothers clone, I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, oh no, he's kung fu master. Oh god, come on, guys, that's not in the spirit of the game. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, it was all about like love and friendship and music. And, you know, like, having a good time and, like, some hijinks. It's not about, like, whooping ass on somebody. Says the guy who made a Parappa movie where he date-raped a girl. That was the whole point! That was the <laughs> whole point was to be like, haha, guys, this is, like, a totally new take on, on Parappa the Rapper. It's completely, like, opposite while making all these, like, all the drug jokes that you, like... Like, you know, like, elbow the guy next to you and we're like, eh, 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 eh. Yeah, you know? but I mean, that's what they did. They, they did the complete opposite and put him in a fighting game. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, no, but it was like, but they were like serious about it. They're just like, no, man, we, we really think he's a kung fu master and people really want to like whoop ass his parappa. And... Well, Chop Chop Onionhead did teach him how to be a ninja master. It's kick punch. It's all it's, in the mind. It's like they play the first, it's like they played the Walmart demo disc of Parappa the Rapper and they're like, okay, we have everything we need <laughs> to yeah. get this character in. I guess they missed the, the segment with the frog or the firefighter. I know, I know. Well, the firefighter was Um Jammer Lammy. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. No, funny, fun, funny you should mention this. I, got, I just got an email from uh, Tim Ekebis from Extract Studios, and uh, they're, they, they do like live audio commentary uh, for their films at MAGFest. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, Parappa, Parappa, your Parappa film is up this year. Do you want to do like live audio commentary for it? And I was like, shit, why not? Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if it gets approved. But if it does, man, outside of the film festival that I'm running at Magfest, uh, yeah, doing some audio commentary over that now eight year old film. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, if anyone was watching the live stream on MTV Geek, I totally got on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they'd recognize you right from your voice. Oh. Of course. No, I got an MTV Geek. I was, like, flexing live. So if you were watching the live stream, you totally saw me on there. I, I saw so, the guy. Uh, the, the cameraman up there was, like, not holding anyone's interest, but he's just, like, waving his arms around, like, come on, somebody do something stupid. Come on. I was like, I, was like, I got this. Everyone back up. <laughs> I was like, first I was doing flexing, and then I was doing kicks. Like, <laughs> hooray. Yeah. I think uh, the last thing I got to see was the Kaiju Big Battle. Which oh. was hilarious. How'd that go? Well, I mean, it wasn't as cool as their normal events, you know, because they're usually in like a cage match, going nuts on each other. But any, right. anyone that never saw this, it's like the atomic war has gone on, and they've all been mutated, and they go underground, and they're all like giant mega creatures. It's kind of like if Godzilla and all his movie guys were in a wrestling ring, right? So it was it was pretty awesome. Like they're instead of a wrestling ring, they were having a press conference and they were calling up the different monsters to like talk shit about their upcoming uh, <laughs> WrestleMania, mm-hmm. WrestleCon. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty cool. Like there was these two like tacos, and there was like a, a can of uh, noodles. He was mutated, and there was a giant rock, and uh, then the champion is American Beetle, but someone shot him in the parking lot. Oh my god! So they had to wheel him out in a wheelchair, and like he was trying to talk, and then like. Three monkeys, a guy with a box for a head, and a giant <laughs> lizard jumped him and kicked the shit out of him. Yo, the guy with the box for a head, that's like Professor, uh, oh god. I forget the guy's name, but like, he'll, he'll start out with a box on his head with like the, the fun face on the outside, but he actually uh, has this terribly scarred, bandaged face once the, once the mm. cube comes off. Uh, it was awesome. Like, they just beat the shit out of the wheelchair guy. <laughs> just crushed. I mean, they were hitting him hard because I was not up close, and I was hearing the blast from the back. Wow. Like, they were just pounding the crap out of him. It was great. And, like, of course, he's – and the good guy's named American Beetle, so a USA chant was good oh, enough no. to, to rally him, you know. But it, but not enough. Then they just – they they uh, someone took the microphone and hit him over the face with it. Oh, damn. And dropped him. And so it ended with the bad guys all stomping out of there, and they were, like, pushing uh, nerds out of the way and stuff. So. You, know, you know, you know what's really great is I, w- I watched a documentary on them. It, it was, like, a 
half hour documentary on the front end of like an anime con documentary. Mm-hmm. And like they're real amateurs, man. Like a lot of those guys I don't know if it's changed up, but like a lot of those guys just like sign up with like zero wrestling experience and just kind of figure it out as they go. Like oh, because they were playing like highlight reels and they were doing some pretty sweet moves. Well, maybe maybe they've like upped their game since this documentary was made. Yeah, yeah people because... are going off the top ropes and doing hurricane ranas and stuff, and while mm. dressed up in costumes. Like there's some tentacreep guy with like tentacles yes. and shit and one eye. Well, what about uh, there's always like two two like like it looks like two green nuts. Yeah, that's they were there. One was called Taco. <laughs> Yeah, there they, they look like little jumping beans or yeah. limes or something. Yeah, they were there. They did like a limbo contest with fans so you could win their DVD. People love them, man. Those two guys. Yeah, they came out first. It's so like, that it's was like... cool. I mean, I, I love watching monsters beat the crap out of each other. Cool. So it was enjoyable. But like I said, for everything that we saw, we still missed so much. Like, I need to go back for like three days <laughs> next time mm-hmm. and just full time because I, I had so much fun word it was good like i i want to go back i feel i feel like the this is like an awesome primer for magfest for me you know this is like okay this is showing me that panels kick ass don't don't ever skip panels man to go like hang out somewhere in a hotel room or you know like playing video games and stuff panels are, are just like can be so much fun well, we put in for a panel at MAGFest, and if it gets approved, I will be rocking the MAGFest. Yes. So I will be up on stage on the panel with Chad if it gets approved, and I will also drink in your hotel room, uh, <laughs> whoever is out there, if you know who we are. Um, so, yeah, I will. Go, if, if, if we get approved for the panel, I'll go to MAGFest. If we don't get approved, then, you know. Then it'll just be then, me. Then fuck it. Then, you know, I'm too cool. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I think we should get approved for a panel because we are upstanding gentlemen. True, true. Well, if not, you know, Games on Film, baby. You know, did you know, Eric, Games on Film, we just got the uh, the Minecraft documentary. We haven't even announced this yet. The Minecraft documentary, which is going to be released two weeks before MAGFest, is going to be showing as part of the film fest we're doing there. It's going to kick ass. Oh, glorious shout-out to RetroWareTV.com, not just because they mm-hmm. host us every week on their kick-ass website, but uh, for scoring us these passes to New York Comic Con. Dudes, much love. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. And and actually, Eric, uh, every every year in America, this is Secretary Day. You know, it's a day to to thank all the people that have done like paperwork for you. That you know, let's just face it, nobody wants to do paperwork. You know, right. but you know, Lance, John D, the Richardware team, they filled out our paperwork like champions and proved that we had what it took to get those passes. Yeah. So thanks, dudes. You helped me. Uh cross off of the list uh, something on the uh, nerd bucket list so that's right right next to score with japanese twins and get respect from father yes yeah, so, so yeah it's like and I, I definitely want to go back again that was awesome like i it's definitely not gonna be the last time i do one of those that was so much fun cool yeah we, w- we went today and i mean you would have loved this eric it was like kids day on sunday where children under 12 get in for free aha uh-huh. so so I was hanging out with Z. We'd gone and we uh, actually we ran into like, um, uh, uh, like Wizard of Oz pinball machine, okay, which was amazing. We were like, I was like, holy shit! I thought Stern was the only people making pinball machines in America nowadays, and they're like, nah, uh, uh, check this out. And uh, I don't know if you play pinball at all, but Stern machines are kind of cheap looking. You nope. know, don't know anything about it, but Williams, uh, Bally, they stopped making pinball machines. Mm-hmm. And for a while, there was nobody. And then all of a sudden, this company uh, named Stern, you know, started making, like, Lord of the Rings-themed, like, various movie property-themed pinball machines. Mm-hmm. And now, the, now there's a new player on the scene, and they brought their prototype Wizard of Oz machine, and it was pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. Z, Z, was de- Z is definitely, like, a pinball witch, as we <laughs> like to joke. <laughs> and, she, and she was having a lot of fun. It was, like, really really like uh like they recorded new voices so the witch was like talking smack to you a little bit hmm. you know and there were like a lot of a lot of voices uh like a lot of quotes from the game okay. say, excuse me from the from the movie it was really good but then we we were sitting sitting around at the tail end of the spider-man turn off the dark uh stunt team meet and greet okay <laughs> we're like there were like four spider-man on stage and they're like flipping around and stuff they're like, go see this, go see us, please, on Broadway, please. We still, it's a money hole, people. It's not mm-hmm. going away. Uh, they came out, uh, they came on, uh, I forget exactly who from Marvel was there, but he was like, all right, here you go, guys. The first the first cartoon we've ever produced 
by ourselves all at Marvel. Here it is. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah! Mm -hmm. Which was now been renewed for season two. Yeah, they played the Wolverine episode, which I had already seen. It was such a good episode. It's a pretty good episode. Let's face it. This Ultimate Spider-Man is not for everyone, but I mean, there are definitely some good funny moments and some great moments for geeks. It's true. In there. It's true. Like, like they, they finally showed for me, which is uh, something they will never show, which is like, all right, Wolverine, he's uh, tracking somebody from, like, Canada to New York City. Where's he going to go, like, hang out while he's uh, not working? And the answer was in a cheap hotel room watching, like, QVC. Yeah. It's good. I mean, they did an episode about Spider-Ham, which I was so rare from, like, an old What If comic that uh, you just kind of tip your cap to that kind of stuff. Well, Spider-Man, Spider-Ham is all the rage, man. I mean, he made an appearance in a, in a video game. Like yeah, the I'm, very I'm end just of saying, video game. you know, it, it has many, maybe too many uh, breaking the fourth wall callbacks for most people, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's a quality cartoon. Actually, Spider, Spider-Ham, we had an issue. It actually, like, made its own spin-off uh, series. Oh, okay. Way back in the day, but it was like, it was so pun-laden, it was, like, hard to read. Mm. Like, it was like Mary Jane Porker. You yeah, know, I love ev- it. Everything was like pig themed and puns everywhere. Oh yeah, no, it was good. I mean, yeah, Comic Con was awesome, man. It was uh, good people and uh, fun. I watched uh, Deadpool and a really really fat Goku have a race <laughs> <laughs> across the lobby. Oh no! Deadpool is running backwards, and Goku. I mean, clearly he lost like from the second they said go. But that fat guy just he just he huffed it. He refused to uh, to quit the race. Wow. So I was like, "You go, you fat Goku. Good job, yeah. dude. Burn, burn like half a Snickers bar." It was cool. There was Quidditch, and there was blasting stormtroopers, and there was tons of autograph tents that we couldn't get past the the black curtains to see, but supposedly they were back there. <laughs> yeah, it's like who knows? Maybe some dude in a cheap costume. Oh, dude, I saw. So we went back to the Mystery Machine, which tons of people were were shelling out money to take pictures with like Batmobile, Mystery Machine. The Bat Cycle. And uh, 80-pound Marty McFly next yes. to the uh, <laughs> DeLorean. Yeah, and I, th- and I think the scary guy who is uh, who is running the show and also... Um, actually, actually, no, it wasn't him. They had somebody else in like a cheap-ass Scooby-Doo costume. Hmm. It's kind of scaring the kids. But across the way, next to Brutus, the uh, the barrel-chested beefcake. Yep. And, uh, and the I'm still texting, and I look really <laughs> old. I can't believe that I'm still alive. Greg the Hammer Valentine was um was tito santana tito santana there's another classic one from back in the day mm. yeah so that was cool oh and um and uh, so the other day rob uh robert paulson the uh one of the most prolific voice actors of our time yes uh do you remember when he was kind of like he started into like this chinese like charlie chan <laughs> kind of a bit he was definitely being racist Dude, on accident maybe. I mean, you know, I I know what it when you're when you're funny, when you're a comic, you're just like in the spur of the moments. You know, sometimes you pull a Kramer. And yeah, but he, yeah, he was like, oh, oh, you come over here, round eye <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, what? Yeah, we, I mean, I was definitely caught caught aback. So so uh, I know it's the future, Eric. When I can say something like, "Hey, Rob Paulson was, uh, you know, Rob Paulson's racist Charlie Chan impression." At New York City Comic Con on Facebook, uh-huh. and he and he responded. Oh shit! I was like, oh my god, he responded to me on Facebook. Holy crap! Oh no! He responded and he said, "Oh here, you know what? I'm just gonna go over to Facebook so I can read." Oh it no! <laughs> I was like, I just couldn't believe that this just happened. I was like, I uh, like, am I starting some like Jumpman, uh, Yakko Warner like beef now? Oh Chad, don't yeah, don't get us in trouble, man. I mean, you know, I will fucking kill that guy I said, if I have to. I, I said, and, <laughs> and I like him because he's Donatello in the Ninja Ninja Turtle Turtle cartoon, and I love that cartoon. But I will fucking kill him if you start shit with us. Well, like all all I'm saying is, I love the guy to death. He's amazing. He's very talented. His son was there. We applauded him. But I said on Facebook, I said Thursday he was doing racist Charlie Chan humor while promoting Bravo Man. Gotta love the older generation and their pre-internet humor. Oh. Right? <laughs> what did he say? Did he crush you? So, underneath that, Rob Paulson says, quote, racist, unquote, humor? Pretty strong word there, Chad. Older generation? Absolutely. 
I and all my friends and relatives of different color and ethnicities are able to not take ourselves so seriously. Lighten up. Oh, oh, take that, hater. I know. Afterwards, Boom. I was like... When does, when does someone ever hate on the internet and actually get called out by the actual celebrity? I don't know, man. I was like, I was like, well, wait a second, but, but, but it was, but it was like poor taste. He was being racist, right? Is wasn't I in the right for saying that? Oh, I just called a guy racist. I just called Yakko Warner racist. Oh, it, fuck. it is a tough accusation to, to, you know, I mean, like, like, like I did. My ears turned a little bit red, and I looked at you, and I did feel that what he said, like, uh, you could be taken as racist. Like I was like, ooh, like I don't think he meant to. He was just trying to be funny, but it did come off as racist. But I love the fact that he tweaked your nose about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I guess, I guess, like that's like the one thing that you don't get away with on the internet, which is you know that accusation. And and I was thinking, I was, I thought back to my college days, where I got accused uh, because of this project. I did I got accused of being racist, and I was like, what? What are you mm. serious? How could you possibly think? That that was racist, but the guy, you know, it was like the same deal. The guy was just like, no, dude. No, that was really poor taste, dude. I can't believe you did that. Did it almost make you feel bad because, like, Raphael was your favorite Ninja Turtle as a kid? And you liked Pinky in the Brain, and now that guy hates you? <laughs> I mean, I was hoping that maybe our first interaction wouldn't be him telling me to not call him racist. Yeah, like, we'll never be able to interview him now. <laughs> I mean, possibly. I mean, uh, who knows? You know, it's like... I don't know. Well, actually, I apologized. I apologized because, like, he because uh, it wasn't my thread. It was his, it was my friend Nick Nick Lombardo's thread. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow Nick Lombardo's friends with Rob Paulson. Uh, well, I mean, they're kind of they're kind of cool now. Uh, but actually, so so they 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 hijacked that awkward conversation and they went back and forth and you know like and they're talking about like cool stuff you know and rob paulson's uh, doing his thing and i'm like oh fuck so you know i i did apologize at the bottom of that thread so what uh, can can i hear your uh so, your mia culpa at the end so so i i did say uh apologies rob i always have a knee-jerk reaction when i hear that specific bit of comedy you're right on about not taking ourselves too seriously and then you finish with Raphael rules. No, and I and I definitely didn't say. Um, but by the way, it was racist. <laughs> well, I mean, that was what I was thinking. You had you had to give him credit for. I mean, Raphael is cool but rude. Give me a break. So clearly, that summed up <laughs> Rob Paulson's character. That's why he was Raphael. Cool, know, cool but rude, man. It cool just, but rude. It, it was just tough. I mean, like I'm definitely I'm definitely a live and let live kind of a guy. You know, mm-hmm. like I will, you know. But but there there is like there is a line where I would say like wow that is definitely like um, I just I thought I was like calling it as it is yeah but it's probably one of those things where like like you said with comics and stuff it's like you know they probably thought well you know what this is only going to be in front of thirty people and you know a little edgy and stuff you know kind of like what happens at the comic con stays there hmm yeah you I guess know. nobody nobody gave me that uh, that abject lesson. But but here we go. No, but so so Rob Paulson, if you're listening, if people, if you know him, if you're listening, uh, I love the guy. He's awesome. Uh, he's definitely given us some of the most iconic cartoon voices of all time. Um, you know, and if he if he didn't think he was pushing the envelope, and I did, that's a matter of opinion. But we're gonna live and let live. And if we someday we can laugh about this together, that would be amazing. I mean, let's face it, we're the most offensive podcast. <laughs> What? No, we're not. I see shit every episode that I should get totally flamed for. I mean, no. <laughs> so, I mean, like, uh, I mean, if, if someone wants to beef with us, it'd be hilarious. You know, but, you know, sometimes it's a good thing if somebody's like, hey, actually, there have been a few times, Eric, where people are like, we're calling you out for your bullshit about, oh, I hate, I hate um, uh, portable gaming, right? Yeah. And, now, and then suddenly you're like, oh, by the way, I do it all the time on my Kindle. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I said too. Like, I got the Kindle. I I hated portable gaming before I got the Kindle. Yeah, and I still and I I said then too that I do play portable games, but I do not believe in buying a portable game system. Like it's mm-hmm. okay to pass the time if you're in a line at the amusement park or if you're on the subway and stuff, but to actually buy a 3ds <laughs> and specifically buy games for that to play that instead of a home system. I still think is asinine. A home system is 500 times better. Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, so yeah, if you're out there on the internet, please, please tell us where we cross the line. Just because it's like, even if we don't agree, you know, like the fact that somebody's bringing that up might, might, uh, 
might uh, cause you to question. You know, I, like, told, I totally disagree. Think about it. Don't bring shit up to us, okay? We know we're offensive. <laughs> we know we're stupid. This podcast is rated PG-13 for dumbness and swearing. That's what I say every time I post it to my personal page. So come on, it's come like, on, give so a it's shit. Like clearly, I mean, like, if did you read our book, Fat Vampire Slayer? Because there's, <laughs> it's like, it's as offensive as we can make it. So, uh, you know, if you don't like it, eat a dick. Wow. <laughs> Preferably not mine. Wow. Rob, maybe Rob Paulson's. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think that's just about it. New York Comic Con, great time. Yeah, and a good time was had by all. Yeah, thank you, Retro TV. Uh, you know, for making my dreams come true. Mm-hmm. That's right. And dude, well, if I don't see you guys at Magfest, hint, hint. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you next year around the con, man. Yeah, Magfest. Approve our panel, please. I want to come and rock the Magfest. That'll be sounds, a lot of fun. Sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. So. All right, dudes. Well, we will see you next week. Yeah, go eat your Cocoa Puffs. Jump man, engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shot.